Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, and on this podcast, we focus on a lot of life's logistics, like planning and wellness, along with some fun things like skincare and reading, and overall, we just throw in a whole lot of life. Around here, we know that life is messy, but we're just doing our best to learn how to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together, and just to get us started, I'll go first. And this week, you guys, we are going to be talking all about follow-through on the podcast This is one of the number one questions that I get from a lot of my listeners is they are down with the planning. They love to plan as much as I do, but the best laid plans don't always happen. They, for one reason or another, just don't get followed through on. And so today I thought we would devote an entire episode to some different tactics that you can employ to help have more follow through with the plans that you are putting into place. But first, I want to make sure that you've heard about our Take Care of Yourself Like a Grown Lady Challenge. If you listened to last week's episode, then you will have heard all about this from me and Katie. We've got an entire page on the website devoted to all of the things about the challenge. So you can go to mckenziecoppacom slash challenge. That's where you can find the link to the newsletter if you subscribe to the newsletter, which is really fun. We're coming out with every Sunday or Monday. There's a planning edition now that's all about some tip about planning and things that I am doing for my week to get things rolling. And then we also have the Thursday edition that is all about what has been coming out in the Live Well Anyway sphere throughout the week. So that's a fun little thing. Plus you get a free Trello board for your planning and you get our PDF guide to the fall challenge. And also back on that mckenziecoppacom slash fall challenge hub page, we have a link to last week's podcast. We also have links to the Facebook group, links to the Amazon list for things to make the fall challenge more doable for you and your friends and anybody who wants to get in on it. Even though we started a couple of days ago, it is not too late to join in. We would love to have you. It is just eight basic things that we are working on, stuff that we should really be doing anyway. You're probably doing some of these things already, but it's just a commitment to really try to be on top of them. We're doing things like getting dressed in the morning and drinking water and getting enough sleep and reading both fiction and nonfiction and a whole host of other things that are just good for your all around wellness. And one of the cool things is, is that you can customize this challenge to exactly what you need it to be. We're not dictating how much water you drink or what supplements you're taking or what you need to get up and get ready with in the morning, what you need to look like. Nope. You get to be the one to decide all of those things and customize the challenge to yourself. So it's super flexible. We feel like it's really doable. And to top it all off, we're doing it in community in the Live Well Anyway Facebook group. It's a lot of fun so far. So many ladies are popping in and joining the challenge, and we would love to have you do it too. So head over again to mckenziecoppacom slash fall challenge. Find out all the logistics there that you need to know about, and we would love to have you be a part of the group. But without further ado, let's dive into this episode that is going to be all about ways that we can have more follow through with our plans. Okay, we've all done it. 
we've all sat down and tried to make a really good plan for something. I mean, it could be like your overall life schedule plan. It could be, oh, I'm going to start meal planning now and I'm going to really dial that in. Or it could be some sort of routine. You're going to decide to get up earlier and, you know, have a whole morning thing that you do. Or it could be any sort of plans that you have, but then everything falls apart or you don't have it in you to have the follow through on the really good plans that you made, the plans that you took time and effort to really hone that plan in and make sure it was perfect. And then it just doesn't go the way that you envisioned. We've all had it happen, and we've all had to face that situation where we're deciding, all right, do I just throw away the plan completely? Is it something wrong with me? Like, why didn't this work? And that is one of the number one questions I get, as I've mentioned, from people who've been in the cohort, people who've watched my YouTube videos, people who listen to the podcasts about planning, is how do you make sure you follow through? How do you actually make these plans happen? And I think that it's a complex question. There can be so many different reasons under the sun that make plans hard to follow through on. So before we get into some of the tactics that I want to talk about for how you actually can follow through and make these things happen a little bit easier for yourself, let's talk about some of the reasons that maybe they aren't happening, okay? First of all, I'd want you to sit back and look at the season that you're in. Are you planning reasonably for your actual life? (laughs) I mean, are you a mom of four kids, four and under, and you're trying to be the president of the preschool and keep a perfectly clean house and do all the other things and the play dates and the cooking and the everything, and you're listening to podcasts of ladies who are very much farther along in their journey than you are, but you can't figure out why you can't make your life look like theirs even when you put all of the planning into place? Well, newsflash, that's not realistic. That's not where you are and that's okay. And that can be really hard to grapple with when you so badly want to do all of the things and when you're in that season of life that requires so much of you, so much investment physically and emotionally and mentally, you feel a little zapped because you're not able to pour into yourself in those ways, maybe the way that you once did or the way that you want to, and you want to do all the things. And you just can't. You can't figure out a way to make it all happen. I know because I have been there. I have done that. And realistically, looking back from the vantage point that I have now, where I have, you know, a 16-year-old and my youngest is seven and a half, it was not reasonable for me to think that those plans were going to work. Sometimes it is a little bit of survival mode. Sometimes there are too many little people who can impact your plans, no matter how great they are, that it isn't going to come together the way that you think. And then it's really a matter of planning 
differently. It's planning with more white space. It's planning knowing that at some point during the day, things are going to go off the rails and you have to put those anchors into place so that you can bring things back on board. But it really wasn't necessarily you. You were not the problem. The problem was the planning that you were expecting. The problem was the expectations. And you really have to take your season into account. Same goes for if your kids are in school and you are running around like crazy and you have a ton of after-school activities and you're so involved in so many things, you have to be reasonable with the amount of time that you actually have. I know just two weeks ago, I was having a total meltdown and here I am. I teach these cohorts. I'm actually working on a course that is going to be coming out this fall that's all about planning. And, you know, so you think I'd be the person who wouldn't have things fall apart at the seams, but we all get there sometimes. And I was just looking at everything as we were going back to school going, it's too much. I am one person and I don't know what to do to get it all done. And I called my mom crying and she was like, well, what would you tell one of the ladies who you teach? What would you tell them if they came to you with everything that you have on your list right now? And I said, I would tell them they're not being realistic. She was like, exactly. And I was like, but that's not what I want to hear because the things need to be done. But sometimes you have to give things a longer timeline than maybe you necessarily want to because life and reality. And those can be really hard things to grapple with, but we literally can't do more than time actually allows. And we have to take that into account when we're doing our planning. So if we have packed out our day, we've not left any white space, and we think it's going to run perfectly, and we constantly live in that state of disappointment because we didn't get as much done as we thought we were going to get done, then we lose sight of all the things we actually did get done. And somehow those things stop having meaning. They stop having the gravity in our lives that they should, that you really did get a lot done, Just because you didn't get what you thought you were going to get done or what you wanted to get done doesn't mean you didn't do anything. And so scaling back those expectations, giving yourself a little bit longer timeline can help with that. And that is a big reason why a lot of us don't have the follow through. It's we're not taking into account our current season of our actual lives and we also aren't taking into account the actual amount of time that we have in our day to be able to do the things or giving those things enough time to happen. Okay, ladies, if you've been following me on Instagram, then you know I've been trying to update my wardrobe a little bit, get on board with some of these new trends that can be a little bit hard to come on board with because they really remind me of middle school and high school. And so I'm trying to bring them into my late 30s and not look like a fool. But one of the ways that is really helping me to do that and to feel really comfortable in the clothes that I'm wearing is taking into account my results from my color guru consultation as I'm doing my shopping. I got to do this late last winter and it was a game changer. It was so much fun to see exactly what colors work well with my skin tone. It has helped inform my decisions about the makeup 
makeup that I wear and the different color palettes that I'm putting on. They even helped me to figure out what metals work best on me. It has been so much fun to be able to utilize those results. I have little cards that I can take with me when I'm going shopping or I can compare to the things that I'm buying online that have all of the different colors. Colors, some of them I wouldn't have even really expected would have worked well with my skin tone and they totally do. And I just love knowing that when I buy things in that color palette, I can feel really confident that they're going to look good on me. It's not going to make me look washed out. It's going to make me appear vibrant, especially as we're heading into fall. And I think sometimes we can all get sucked into this collective color palette that we think is going to look good on all of us. But newsflash, we don't all look fabulous in mustard yellow. It's just not a color for everyone, including myself. And so I love knowing that I can pick from these colors that are going to work well for me. I can customize my fall wardrobe and feel really confident and good with everything that I'm buying. And I want you guys to have that same experience as well. It is so much fun. You send in some pictures. They give you a whole workup and a whole thing about how you can customize your look. They even have a hair guru, Allie, who I had on the podcast also last spring, who will tell you the best color and cut that is going to work for you and your face shape and all of the things. They're really going to help you to feel more confident in your own skin. So head over to yourcolorguru.com and you can use the code LIVEWELL at checkout for 10% off. This is such a valuable service and it is so much fun if you want to feel more confident about the wardrobe choices that you are making this fall, then this is an experience you definitely want to have. So go over to yourcolorguru.com and use that code LIVEWELL at checkout for 10% off. Tell them I sent you. You're going to have a blast and let me know how it goes. Another thing shifting in a little bit different direction that can have a lot of impact on our follow-through is our desire to actually get the things done. So sometimes this happens with the ladies that I teach in the planning cohort. They are putting a lot of things on their list that they think they should do. Now, shoulds can come from a lot of different reasons and sources. It can be because their best friend is doing it and it seems to work really well, or they think it looks fun, or they think they should be that kind of mom or that kind of wife. Anything that you're typically putting, I should do that in front of, means it's not necessarily something you want to do or you need to do. You're putting it on the list because you feel some sort of pressure, whether that be outside or internal pressure, to do something in your life, but it's maybe not something that you actually feel an inner tug to want to do, or maybe even a real conviction about. It may just be something that you think, well, they said I should, so I should. Well, those things are a lot harder to follow through on if you don't have an actual reason in yourself that you want to do that thing. If you're scrolling Instagram and you come across 15 biohackers who tell you that taking cold showers every morning is going to be the thing that changes your life, and you really feel like, well, I should be doing that, but you really don't want to 
then you're going to have a lot harder time following through on that thing. Now, is it true that taking cold showers is probably going to be great for you? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If you actually pushed yourself and tried it and did it for a sustained amount of time and actually saw results from it, could your mind change about it to the point where you actually wanted to do it because you experienced the changes in your life? Yes. Yes, it could. All of those things could happen. And all of those things are great to push yourself to do. By me saying that the shoulds in your life could be causing you to not follow through, I'm not giving you the excuse to never do those hard things or some of those things. Not all of them. Some of them are legitimately things that other people are telling you you should do that you really don't need to do. You can let them go. But there are some of those things, some of those shoulds, that at some point when the timing is right and your season is right, you can decide that you want to push yourself to do And you will have that change of want, that change of desire. And that's a really good thing when you push yourself there. And I think that comes down to really having a personal why for those things more than a want. Because a personal why can push you to do something even if it doesn't sound super appealing or super fun because you know there's an end goal that you're trying to achieve. And that can be a really good motivator for you. But The initial problem still exists when we are talking about what is standing in the way of you having follow through. It is that if you don't have that want or you feel like you're doing it because someone else is saying you should, it's a lot harder to follow through on those things. It's not going to just come easily. It's going to be something that takes a bit of effort. And a lot of these things about our life aren't very fun, but they are still necessary and we do just have to push ourselves to do them. So so what happens if it's something that you need to follow through on or you really do want to follow through on, but for some reason it's just not happening? It's not necessarily because of your season or your time availability or your lack of desire. It's Something just is keeping you from following through. Sometimes it's a personality thing. Certain personalities have a lot harder time locking into plans and following through on them. Some personalities want to be a lot more spontaneous or a lot more relaxed about things or not have so much structure. All of those things can play in to not having as much follow through, even if you really do want to do the thing. So if that is where you find yourself in that position of, I really do want to do this thing, I really do want to take the cold showers every morning or follow my plan that I have created or or do this meal plan and follow through with the plan that I put in place for us to eat every week. Or maybe it's in your business or fitness goals or something else like that that you really do want to follow through on, but you're just finding some stumbling blocks for. Then let's talk about some strategies that you can put into place to help yourself get that nudge to move forward and actually get things done. 
Okay, ladies, you know I've been doing this fall challenge, trying to get more healthy and just more on top of my wellness. And one of the things I've been doing is drinking a lot more water, which is all well and fine. But a lot of times water can just go straight through you. It doesn't do all of the things that you want it to do unless you have some electrolytes on board. Electrolytes help your body to actually utilize the water better. It helps you to have the minerals in your system that you need. And if you have good electrolytes, it can even benefit your skin. And that is why I have been loving Peaks BT Fountain. I've been drinking their BT Fountain every single day, and I love it for so many reasons. First of all, my skin. You know, I'm a big lover of making sure I'm taking really good care of my skin, but a lot of moisturizers aren't really doing what you want them to do. They're not able to really hydrate your skin from the outside in. They're really just kind of providing a seal so that the moisture from the inside doesn't get out, which is great, but I need to have that moisture inside of me to be making my skin be more supple, more vibrant, be able to bounce back and fight those fine lines and wrinkles and all of the things. I have to have that internal moisture first. And Peaks BT Fountain does that. It enhances and boosts that internal moisture production and preservation for results in less than 30 days. I have definitely been seeing results in my skin from just the last few weeks. It also has ceramides, which help visibly reduce fine lines and increase skin elasticity. That's really what I'm needing at my age. It has hyaluronic acid, which increases my skin's moisture content overall, and the electrolytes help provide that deep cellular hydration, which has also been helping me dispel my brain fog because electrolytes are an essential part of our nutrient process. When we have that severe brain fog, it's usually because we are so depleted of electrolytes. So I really just can't recommend Peaks BT Fountain enough. It is non-GMO, gluten-free, and vegan. It's delicious. It's got a yuzu berry flavor that is very light and not sugary at all. There is no sugar in this electrolyte powder. It is my favorite that I have tried so far, not overpowering at all, and it just works really, really well. Peak is offering a limited time offer just for my listeners. You can get 15% off plus free shipping for life when you subscribe at peaklife.com slash livewell and use the code livewell for 5% off site-wide. So again, go to peaklife.com slash livewell. That's P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash livewell to get 15% off plus free shipping for life when you subscribe. And you can also use the code livewell for 5% off site-wide. Okay, so I'm going to give you five different ideas of what you can do to help yourself have more follow-through when it is something that you really want to do. First of all is to put the idea of a streak in place. Now, a streak is limiting for you. There are certain things within a streak that you have to take into account. When you are trying to achieve a streak with whatever goal it is that you have set for yourself, it gives very little wiggle room. It gives very little, if any, grace. (laughs) For instance, I read on my Kindle and my Kindle keeps track of my reading streaks. And that, when I realized that, that was such a motivator for me because I didn't want that little blue line to break. 
And if I miss just one day, that blue line breaks and that number starts over. And that is painful. You get to 119 days and that sucker starts over. That is, oh, it is gut-wrenching. It's all because of the darn Oscars, you guys. That's what did it for me last spring. But, you know, every once in a while we have that happen and that can be so frustrating when you break that streak. But dang, if I look back to before I broke my streak for that one day and then I started right back up again the next day, if I look back at that, that was 119 days in a row that I read. And that was all because I decided that I didn't want that little blue line to break. And so a streak can be incredibly motivating. Now, I didn't limit myself or give myself super big parameters about how much I was reading. I just wanted to make sure that I was reading in some form, in some capacity, every single day. That sometimes meant two pages. Sometimes it meant an hour when I was getting to the end of a book and I just really wanted to finish it or I had to turn it back into the library or whatever. But it didn't matter. I didn't set a time limit for myself. I just said, every day, I want to read. I want to keep that streak alive. And you know what? By doing that, by putting that streak into place, I made some serious progress on my reading goals, where I went from having my worst reading year ever to one of my best reading years I've ever had by just putting the most microscopic little goal in place, but wanting to have it happen every single day. So when you create a streak for yourself, for whatever it is, whether it's you want to drink enough water every day, or you want to sleep eight hours every night, or you know, whatever it is that you decide to have a streak about, that can be an incredible motivator for follow through. Number two is kind of along those same lines. It is participating in a challenge. So whether this is a challenge that you create for yourself or you participate in with other people, for instance, we are doing the Take Care of Yourself Like a Grown Lady Challenge right now. It's a five-week challenge all about taking care of yourself. We've mentioned it at the top of the show. You can go back and listen to last week's episode, but it's just these eight things that we are challenging all the ladies to be a part of and to be participating in every day. We've got a group going on. We're all talking about it together, and we're challenging ourselves to do all of those things. And that can be a really great definer of what you're doing because it lays the map out for you. It gives you the groundwork. It gives you the foundation that you are working from so that you kind of have a guide of what you're supposed to be doing. You don't have to figure out everything for yourself. Maybe you customize it to yourself like we do with the fall challenge or even like the Kindle challenges that I take on. So along with the Kindle streak that I am obsessive about, they also keep putting out these dang Kindle challenges every season. And I used to really love them. And now I have a very love-hate relationship with them. But basically every season for like three months, they issue these challenges. You have to read a certain number of books. You have to read a certain number of days. They give you uh, bookmarks for streaks. They're like badges sort of that you get, but they're these bookmarks. And then you also can 
achieve certain goals by reading books in certain genres or different things like that. Well, they've laid the map out for me. I still get to pick the books within those genres that I want to read and so forth so I can kind of customize it to myself. But ultimately, I'm trying to meet all of these certain criteria that they have laid out for me. So it sort of simplifies that process of getting me to read more, getting me to read more diversely because they are creating some of the parameters that I need to work with, but it helps me to get motivated and challenge myself. I'm really, in those instances, only competing against myself, but it's this motivator to, I want to get all of those bookmarks. (laughs) I want to win the award, even if it's just for me. So participating in a challenge or creating a challenge for yourself can also be a really good motivator. It can give you a few more parameters that you're working within so that you know what you're doing. It is a little bit more defined than just a, I'm going to drink more water. Now it's saying, I'm going to drink at least this much water or I am going to do this yoga from this website every single day. It's giving you the map to work from that then you just need to follow to get to your goal. And that can be really helpful because it also a lot of times gives you timestamps of when you need to get certain things done so that you can follow through and make sure that you accomplish it in the amount of time that you want to. So participating in a challenge can be really helpful to achieving some goal that you have. And there are challenges. I mean, if you just went and looked at hashtags on Instagram, you could probably find a challenge for every single thing under the sun. Whatever it is, there is some sort of nichified thing out there (laughs) that you are going to be able to find a challenge for. Which leads me to idea number three, which is participating in the challenge or in whatever goal that you are trying to achieve with a group or partner. This is where that accountability thing comes in that makes such a huge difference. I know that when I do things with another person that I know is going to be checking up on me and they are participating as well, it helps there to be that encouragement and also just a little bit of that pressure to make sure that I am going to be able to tell them that I got it done. I don't want to have to tell somebody that I didn't follow through on something. And it just makes it more fun, especially when you're doing it with a group. I think that when you can all talk about your experiences and share what you're doing, that's been one of the things that has been so fun about the cohorts that I hosted throughout the summer is that those groups of ladies really got to know each other. Every group had a different dynamic. They all had different things that they brought to the table and they were able to glean from each other. And so it can just make the experience of trying to achieve that goal so much more full because you're learning a lot of other things that you may not have even thought of along the way by participating with a group. Plus, you're getting that accountability and the encouragement, the camaraderie of going through something together that you all did this thing together. It's a very bonding experience, and I just think that it makes it more fun and more doable. So doing it with a group or a partner, I mean, I see all the time these mastermind groups that are for businesses where like four or five ladies get together and they brainstorm together. They have weekends away where they encourage each other and help each other make plans for their business moving forward. And these ladies are moving and shaking things because they have that group that they are continuously meeting up with and talking with and really helping to develop their businesses. Because a lot of times when you have that outside perspective on something that you're doing, 
doing, people are going to be able to see things that you can't necessarily see when you are just on the inside. But when you get those outside eyes looking in, you get a lot more insight into what you're doing and what you might be able to do better or how you might be able to achieve something more easily than you can necessarily see when you kind of have the blinders on of your own life. But when you participate in things in a group, whether it be for your business or fitness or meal planning or whatever it is, it can really help you to see a lot of progress and a lot of progress more quickly when you participate in a group or with a partner. Ladies, let's talk about our hormones. We all have them and we all have to deal with them and they all seem to be changing all the time and doing all kinds of crazy things to our bodies. So whether you are just suffering from PMS and all that's attributed to that or you're dealing with peri or postmenopausal symptoms, then Bonafide has a product to help you out. Bonafide creates safe and effective non-drug solutions that you can trust. They are proprietary natural medical products that have earned the uncompensated recommendation of over 8,400 doctors to their patients on an ongoing basis. I love that Bonafide was created to give women an alternative to effectively relieve the symptoms that accompany hormonal fluctuations within our bodies without actually having to use hormones, but they provide women with naturally powerful remedies to safely treat these natural symptoms that occur throughout our lives to give us that advantage and help us to feel in control of what is happening with our bodies. And they've got something for everything, whether it's vaginal dryness or hot flashes or night sweats or one of their new products that I have really been loving using is Sylvessa. It is the first comprehensive system designed to restore and protect hair and skin affected by estrogen decline from the inside out. So it's a daily capsule, a hair serum, and a skin serum that combine for healthier looking hair and skin. It is formulated with hyaluronic acid, which I love, which helps visibly improve skin texture and reduce fine lines and wrinkles. And it promotes fuller, thicker, healthier hair. Bonafide is effective. It is sourced naturally. It is clinically validated. They have safety and quality as their top priority. And over 333,000 women have been helped by Bonafide. So give Bonafide a try today. No hormones and no prescription required. Real relief without compromise. To get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product, go to hellobonafide.com slash livewell and use my promo code livewell. That's hello, B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E dot com slash livewell and code livewell. That's L-I-V-E-W-E-L-L for your special offer. For the best prices and free shipping, go directly to the hellobonafide.com slash livewell website. Again, this is a special offer just for my Live Well Anyway listeners, so check it out and use the promo code livewell. We will also have this link in today's show notes. Now that is going to lead me to number four, which is sort of on that same accountability mindset, but it's going to go to a little bit different level, okay? Hold on to your hats. This is what I call the accountability. (laughs) 
okay? You guys, sometimes it's not even necessarily participating in something with another person. It is just finding that friend who is willing to hold you accountable and kind of be the bully in your life to make sure you are doing the thing that you really want to do, but you're having trouble following through on. That person who is going to check in on you, who's going to call you to account and make you do the thing. I have a friend in my life who is like this. She happens to be an eight on the Enneagram. I find that they are probably the best accountabilities that you can find. You actually heard her on the podcast this past spring when we were talking about girls going through puberty. It was the one and only Sarah Lynch. She is a patron. Whenever she hops into the Patreon lives that we do, she does a, hey girl, hey. She's so much fun, but I know if there is something that I need to do in my life, I can count on her to say, hey, Sarah, I'm trying to do this thing. Will you bully me about it? And she is like, with pleasure. I would love to do that. (laughs) And I will get text messages. I will get Marco Polos. She will be going, hey, girl, have you done that thing yet today? When are you going to do it? What's up with that? Have you done your planning? Are you following through on it? I sometimes need that. I need the person who I give the permission to. I give the keys to that accountability car. And then she's like, we're going to drive this full steam and we're going to make sure you get the thing done that you really want to get done. But for whatever reason, you aren't following through on. And she will call it like it is. She will tell me the real thing. And sometimes that's just really what I need. Now, I would caution you to make sure you are in the frame of mind to be able to, you know, handle whatever criticism or accountability that this person will bring into your life. Be careful about the person that you give those keys to because it can be intimidating or you can end up having hurt feelings if you're not going into it with the right frame of mind with the right kind of person to do it. Because I know that when I tell her I want you to hold me accountable on this thing, she's not judging me. She doesn't really care whether I follow through on it or not. It's not going to affect her or hurt her. She just knows that her job is to help me make sure that I do it. So it's not a personal thing between us. It's not personal. It's just business. (laughs) And because we're both coming into it with that, it doesn't affect our friendship in any way. And if it is not someone that you can feel safe with in that way, then that is not the right person to choose as your accountability. And if you don't have the kind of personality to be able to take that kind of accountability from someone, then maybe this isn't going to be the right route for you. But if you can go into something with that mentality of, I want to do this thing, and I know that if so-and-so is holding me accountable, then I'm more likely to follow through on it, then that can be a great method for you, especially if it is someone who's going to be really on top of you. Sometimes it is the silliest thing, but I don't know if silly is the right word, but when I get really, really stressed, I stop eating. I forget to eat. I just, I'm not hungry. I don't think about food. And that is a lot of times when Sarah will step in and she will start texting me throughout the day and be like, have you eaten yet? What have you eaten? How much did you eat? Okay, if you haven't eaten, you need to go eat now and then tell me when you're done eating. She will step in and make sure that I am taking care of myself. And sometimes when you are just like flat on your face and that happens to all of us, you need the person who's just going to say, okay, let's get it together here. 
what are you going to do? Now check in with me. Let's get it, get it back on track. And she has done that for me and I'm so grateful. But even when I bring things to her about my business or whatever it is, she is such a great accountability and I absolutely love her for it. So if you are the kind of person who can handle an accountability and you know someone in your life who could be a good, safe accountability, then I think that this can be a really good tactic for actually making some real progress on those harder to achieve goals. Okay, my next thing is also about bringing someone into your life, number five here, is hiring a coach to actually help you see some real progress in your life. So this kind of takes the accountability (laughs) to the next level because they're not just holding you to account on the thing that you say you want to do, but they are helping you to walk through whatever process it is and whatever area of your life that you are looking for coaching on. And then they're checking in with you and they're, you know, giving you real homework and helping you to walk through a plan or a curriculum to actually make some real progress. So that's the difference between just having a friend be an accountability and actually hiring a coach. Now, this could be for your business. Obviously, business coaches can do amazing things for you. They can walk you through so many different things. It could be a time management coach, which is a lot of what I do with the people that I'm teaching the Live Well Planned system to. So if you hire someone to actually come alongside you, they are not just going to hold you accountable, but they're going to help you get to the place of what you're going to be held accountable on. They are going to walk you through that process, help you define those goals a little bit better, hone them in, and be able to work with you throughout the follow-through so that you're not just kind of, you know, left to the wind or your own devices. They are going to help you with each part of that process, which can be incredibly helpful. I know that when I'm wanting to make big changes in my business, whether it's with voiceover or podcasting or whatever, I will participate in a course that has a coach, somebody who is looking at what I am doing. They're giving me feedback. They are helping me to figure out what my next steps are and then making sure that I follow through on those steps. So coaching is kind of the ultimate level of how you can get some accountability on what it is you're wanting to do in your life and be able to follow through on those things, but also have a lot of help along the way to define, well, what is it that you really want to do and how are you going to get there? They're going to help you to make that map so that you can just follow the path and then they're going to help you make sure that you stay on the path the whole way through. Okay, so those are my five things. Give yourself a streak that you are trying to achieve with whatever the goal is participate in a challenge, do it with a group or with a partner, bring on an accountability to make sure you stay on track, or invest in some coaching so you can really not only have the follow-through, but have someone help you walk through the entire process. Now, I do have a sixth bonus item, you guys. I've got one more thing which can kind of be laughable, but I think it can actually work, sort of, and that is social pressure, okay? So this is bonus number six. Not everyone is going to want to use this, but I have found it to be incredibly effective in my life. When I, for instance, go on stories, and it can be over something silly, like a few weeks ago when I said, I am going to go into Trader Joe's and I'm only going to buy what's on my list. 
I then felt like, well, I can't come out of Trader Joe's and go back on Instagram and tell people that I didn't follow through on it. How embarrassing would that be? Or I can't just like not show up and give the results of what I did in Trader Joe's. I've got to go back and I've got to tell people. And I don't want to lie. I want to tell them the truth. And so I created this own social pressure for myself to make sure that I didn't spend more money that I didn't need to spend. And so that was so helpful to me to just give myself a little bit of that social pressure. And so I think that using social media to keep yourself in check, not on everything, but there can be some of those little things where if you're checking in every day and random strangers are going to be asking you, well, how did you do with that? It is this like, oh my goodness, I have somebody to answer to and they're silently judging me. I know it sounds ridiculous and maybe it's not the most healthy option, but I'm telling you what, it can really work. (laughs) So provide yourself a little bit of possible embarrassment by going ahead and giving yourself some social pressure to do the things that you want to do. Put it out there for people to be watching you. You could even do this in conjunction with a challenge or a streak. If you are announcing how you're doing on your challenge or showing how you're doing on your streak, it is incredibly humbling to have to come back and say, oh, well, that didn't happen, or I didn't follow through. And it can give you that extra little kick in the pants to do the things that you're having a little bit harder time doing. So those are the five and the sixth bonus thing, a streak or challenge, a group or partner, an accountability, coaching, and social pressure. And that's it. Those are my ideas for you. I would, of course, love to hear your ideas. If you have any specific tactic that you use to have more follow through with your plans or the things that you are trying to put into place in your life, I would love to hear about them. I would love for you to share them with everybody else. You can come over to Instagram and post on the post that I will be making for this episode. It should be up today on Wednesday when you are listening to this show or even after, then it should definitely be up. See, I'm creating social pressure for myself. I need to post about the show on Instagram because you guys are going to come over and you're going to share your fabulous ideas with the whole community so that we can all have better follow through on what we are trying to do in our lives and our businesses and our relationships, all of the different things. So I would love to hear it. I'm sure the rest of the community would love to have those conversations as well. Come over and join me at Mackenzie Coppa on Instagram. I always love interacting with you guys over on there. I've been trying to step up my game a little bit lately. I've been trying to get over my imposter syndrome and just go ahead and share the things. For instance, I recently ran a poll to see whether or not people wanted to hear about how I'm trying to change my wardrobe up a little bit to meet some of the current trends. For instance, skinny jeans are a thing of the past. I don't know if you've heard. It's a sad day. Luckily, though, ladies, we still have the high rise. We are still able to buckle in those mummy tummies. And so we've got that going for us. But I asked the the good folks on Instagram if they wanted to be seeing what I was doing and the little pieces that I've been picking up and how I've been trying to change my wardrobe. And to my pleasant surprise, a lot of people said, yes, we would like that. So that's one of the things I'm doing over there. I'm trying to share a lot of what I'm doing with the challenge. So the supplements I'm taking and the drinks I'm drinking and all of that kind of thing. So I would love to have you come over and be a part of that 
It's a good time over on Instagram. It's one of my favorite places to hang out. So find me over there at Mackenzie Coppa. And of course, if you want to see the show notes from this episode, just kind of a snapshot of what we talked about, including links to anything that we mentioned in the show, then you can swipe up in whatever app you are listening to the podcast on, or you can head over to MackenzieCoppa.com, click on podcast, and you can find links to all of the show notes for all of our episodes over there. Thank you to all of you who leave those ratings and reviews in iTunes. It makes a big difference for more people hearing about the show. I so, so appreciate it. And I think that's all for this week. So until next time, ladies, go be bold and gracious. 